Welcome to Weed and Wealth episode number two. I'm your host, Jay. On this week's episode, we'll of course review my green product of the week. Then I'll jump to our not one, but two topics of the day. The first, which is brought about from a conversation that I had with a listener. And our first topic is going to be, how would I prepare and react to a recession? And then our main topic, why I'll start investing later is financial suicide. So again, welcome to this week's show. I really hope that everyone had a good week. I'm back at work for the second week in a row and my week was honestly pretty chill. A little personal story, I had a breakthrough with my four-year-old, he's in swim class, so after four weeks of swim, he finally put his head in the water and honestly, that was a very big win because I was on the verge of pulling him out of swim classes and letting him try maybe again in a year. Because although he liked going to swim class, he wasn't learning anything. Like I said, it took four weeks for him to put his head underwater, which I know a lot of people think maybe he was just scared. But in any other time we interact with water at the beach or at the pool, he'll put his head in the water when he's in the shower, face all in the sprinkler. So I I really don't know what this uh, new fear of putting his head in the water came from. But those other kids were crushing him. No lie. One kid has to be three or four because that's the age group of the class. Has to be the offspring of Aquaman. I have never in my life seen a kid swim like this kid. He, there's no reason he should be in the beginner's class. Yeah, I know there's an age limit, but if you look at this kid, you know he doesn't belong there. He is damn impressive. But anyway, back to my son. He got a ribbon uh, for his improvement this week. And more than a month ago, when he first started a class, I told him that when he got a ribbon, he could get a car from Target. You know, I said it to pump him up, motivate it for, you know, really the first organized thing he's been a part of. But damn if he didn't forget. So now every time he gets a ribbon and they give out ribbons for pretty much anything, he readily reminds me that it's time to go to Target and this real taunting tone because he knows I don't want to go to Target. If he had his way, he would go to Target every day. Even if I tell him he's not getting anything, he just wants to walk around, look at the red and white colors, look at, um, I don't even know if the Target dog has a name, but look at the Target dog around the store. He just, I don't know, loves Target for some reason. Um, I really don't get it. But anyway, uh, after last week's episode, quite a few people hit me up saying, Hey, love the episode, but can you actually review something that I can go buy in my state? Something that's legal for me to go buy? So fear not, I heard you and I got you this week. So this week's green product of the week is Hemp Honey. Now I have two go-to brands. One is Colorado Hemp Honey and the second is Honey Feast Hemp Honey. I literally use one of these two brands no less than four times a week. So, out of all the brands of hemp honey and CBD honey out there, why do I like these two brands? Because of all the brands I've tried, these have little to no aftertaste. And I can't really put my finger on what that aftertaste is, but a lot of brands have it, and I just don't like it. Simply because I typically use my hemp honey in tea, coffee, and even in salad dressings. 
Yes, I said salad dressings. You can definitely do a lot with hemp honey. And honestly, I wasn't even aware of how much stuff you could do with hemp honey, but for today's show, I did some research just to see what other benefits it had, and man, I was definitely surprised. First, the combination of honey and CBD or hemp gives you a bunch of different antioxidants, B vitamins, amino acids, omega-3, 6, some vitamin C, some iron, some calcium, some zinc, some phosphorus. It is really powerful stuff. Next, I read it can be used as a cough suppressant, hangover, hangover relief. I know a lot of us can use that. It kills gingivitis. It's a great lip balm. It's great relief of acid reflux. It gives anxiety relief. It's a pain reliever. It's a sleep aid. Hell, to my surprise, it's even a treatment for the inflammation, any digestion issues, and anxiety for your pets, cats, and dogs. It's Like I said, it's more powerful than I thought. Now, honestly, I always tell people that hemp honey won't necessarily make you feel any different. So I'm instantly hit with the next question, why even take it? So... My general answer is I, I kind of liken it to eating organic foods, grass-fed meats, or non-GMO products. I just know it's better than the other stuff I could be putting in my body. But I will say I do have one personal testimony from using hemp honey, and that is I used to have allergies every summer. Now, people would recommend that I take local regular honey because something about if you get the honey from your area, it'll help cure any pollen allergies you have, but guess what? Every summer, pollen would still kick my ass. So until last summer, I decided to try hemp honey. I'd either take it straight or mix it, like I said, with coffee and tea, and I can confidently say, with no allergy medicine, for the last two summers, no pollen allergies. And that's been a beautiful thing. So yeah. Colorado Hemp Honey and Honey Feast Hemp Honey. For the Colorado Honey, uh, you can find it at Earth Bear. That's the only main grocer that I know you can find it at. But yeah, you can find it at any local um, Earth Bear. And for an even more convenient option, you can order the Honey Feast Honey right off Amazon. Hit the prom, get it in a day, get it sent straight to your door. You don't have to worry about going to the store and looking for it right at your front door. So no matter which one of those two you try, I definitely encourage you to work that into your weekly, daily food rotation. Um, yeah, I think your, your body will thank you for it. And yeah, those are my two green products of the week. Now moving on, I'm going to take a second to answer this week's question from a listener. How do I plan to prepare for a recession? Now honestly... I don't have a plan. Now, I know, I know that's not the answer you guys were expecting to hear. This is a podcast. I'm supposed to give you some kind of feedback, something for you to take and learn and apply to your life. But but let me tell you why. I still think you'll get something out of this. So during any recession or downturn in the market, my strategy really doesn't change. I just ride it out. Why? Because honestly, I don't plan to touch any money that I have invested for at least the next 10 years. Now for me and people with that mindset of not touching their money for the long haul, the silver lining during any market downturn or recession is that it'll give me the opportunity to buy more of the stocks and funds that I believe in today 
but at a discount. So for me, I always look at market downturns and recessions like one big sale. Now for a lot of you, I know that you use your different investment accounts, Roth IRA, to house your emergency savings. So for you, I would take a different approach. I would start taking some of that money and tossing it in, and I, I hate to say it, but moving some of that money into a savings account, definitely some non-stock account, so that if an emergency does rise while we're in a recession and you can't stomach losing 15, 20, maybe even more of your money in the short term, um, you should definitely, like I said, move that money to a non-stock and investment account so that if an emergency arises, you'll be able to move through that as stress-free as possible. Now, again, for my more seasoned investors, if you think a recession is looming and you want to take advantage of the stocks and funds price dropping, I would definitely encourage you to set some cash aside. Um, for me personally, uh, I'm not going to contribute to my personal investment account for the next two months just so I can stack a little bit of extra cash up. So when I feel like the price of a stock is low enough, I have money to be able to take advantage of that sale, as I said earlier. Sure, I'm glad Apple is trading above $200 and I will be a little annoyed if it dipped down to $150, but I'm also gonna look at it as an opportunity just to buy more Apple at a discount. Remember, everybody, seasoned investors, new investors, in between. At some point, the market is definitely going to go down. It never stays up forever. It always goes down, but by the same logic, it'll come back just like it always does. The only question is, can you weather that storm, that three, four, five, six, maybe more months in between? And that's really only something you can judge. So just make the right decision that's best for you, your family, your financial situation, and you'll be all right. Now, let's move on to today's main topic of the week. Why I'll start investing later is financial suicide. 99% of the time, my episodes are going to be geared to any and everyone, no matter what your financial or investing situation is. This one is not. Today, I'm talking to a specific group of people. Today, I want to address those of you who have the means to invest, who have those high salaries, but you don't invest. I'm talking to those of you who know that your financial habits aren't up to par and that your tracking to retirement isn't really where you want it to be. You said you wanted to do better, but you've also said that dreaded statement, that statement that I hear so often that I hate to hear from people who have the means to do better. And that statement is, I'll simply start investing later. Mm, don't get me wrong. I get it. Like seriously, I really, really do. Getting that shiny new car, traveling the world, going to multiple concerts are all fun and damn it, you deserve it and you don't want to miss out. You've worked hard to get this salary. You owe it to yourself to enjoy some of these nice things that you see on TV and you see other people having. But you know what's not fun? Working past 70 or being one or two paychecks away from a financial crisis. And trust me, there's plenty of people making six figures that are living check to check. Because that mentality is just because I have the money to spend, they spend it. So no matter how much they make, they're always going to be on the brink 
of missing one to two checks and being in a dire financial situation. And I've said it once and I'll say it a thousand more times, along with having money to invest, the second most important factor in building any kind of wealth is time. Time, time, time. Along with money, time is what makes compound interest work for you and that's how you build wealth. Now I put together a couple of examples for you to lay out how important time is when it comes to building wealth. So let's start with the first one. Let's say you start investing in the market $3,000 a year. That's $250 a month, just over $62 a week. And you average a yearly return of 11% for 35 years. Now your friend wasn't on the same wave as you. They were more so one of the, I'll get around to it, I'll wait till later to start investing people. Now your friend hasn't started investing until 15 years later. Now they're investing $1,000 a month. Keep in mind, person A was only investing $250 a month, but they're doing it for 10 years versus 35 years. Now who's gonna end up with more money saved in the end? Your friend that invested 50, for 15 years, $1,000 a month, is gonna end up with around $855,000. That is pretty impressive. Your retirement account, despite the fact of your friend investing three times more, pre, more than you at the end, your account will be just over 1.1 million. The power of compound interest makes your portfolio significantly bigger. Now let's make it a little more personal. Let's say you have a child and you want to build up some kind of fund for them. Doesn't have to be a college fund. It can be just a fund, just to make sure that when your child's responsible enough and becomes of age, you have a lump sum of money to gift to them. Now person A, they start investing $2,400 a year. That's $200 a month, just $50 a week when their child is born. And they continue to do it for 18 years their rate of return is also 11% per year, just like the previous example. Now, parent B, they're saving $5,000 a year, five times more, not five times more, double the amount that parent A was saving, but they don't start till their child turns 10 and only has eight years before college. Which parent is gonna have more money saved from college? Parent A, they're gonna have just over 134,000 saved for their child. While parent B, despite saving $5,000 a year versus the $2,400 a year that parent A was saving, they're only gonna have $65,000 a year. It's not magic, people. It's just math. Simple math is what it is. Again, time next to money is always going to be the most important factor in building wealth. So the moral of the story, whenever you can stash some cash away into an investment account, do it. No amount is too small and it will all definitely make a difference. If you have an extra $10 this month, throw it in. If you have $20 over your budget this month, throw it in. You can't get time back. So investing early and often is the key. Even, even if you can't invest the amount that you want, invest something. 
And well, that's it. Episode number two is a wrap. If you like what you heard, be sure to hit that subscribe button and like button and be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, several other major podcasting services. And before I get out of here, remember our green product of the week, Colorado Hemp Honey. Cop that at your local earth fair. And then the Honey Feast Hemp Honey. Delivered directly to your door. You don't even have to get off your couch to order it. As soon as you cut off this podcast, just open your Amazon app, order it, probably next day delivery. It'll be at your door tomorrow. Give it a try. Let me know what you think in the comments. Again, as always, I definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate you guys listening. And until next week, I wish you guys nothing but weed and wealth. See you next Friday.